So I don't talk about my family very much on the show. It's just kind of a personal rule that that I have because I don't want to I don't want to mix business with my family. That generally does not work. And and some of the things that that I say on the show to some may be considered inflammatory. I don't think that I'm inflammatory. I think that I do my best to play it down the middle, but I, I don't want anyone in my family to be subject because somebody heard Lance Day flapping his gums about a, a various various topics. And if someone disagreed with something that I said, I don't want that to permeate down to my family or have any impact downstream on my family. That said, I've been out in Erickson Best Of. I got married last week and very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> It was kind of a it was kind of a sudden ceremony. People people weren't expecting it. it was very very small. Got married in Hendersonville, Tennessee, in a Nashville suburb. It was very very beautiful. I'll be putting pictures of my wedding on on the the website, and very excited about being in marital bliss and in the wedding. It was it was the best day of my life. And I'm not going to talk about my wife a lot on this show, but but it was a wonderful experience and and. It's just been phenomenal. So when you get married, and I'm not that guy, we have John and April that, that come on the show that talk about married life. That's not the type of show that I'm doing. That's not the type of dialogue that, that I'm going to be a specialist at. But part of getting married, you know, you're setting up a new space and you're setting up a home and all of those things are getting into a routine. So my wife loves to watch old school uh, black television, like sitcoms. I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm actually a radio guy. I spend a lot of time listening to the radio. So when I was a single man, you might you might have me with the laptop open in Sirius XM1. I'm listening to Mad Dog Sports. I'm listening to Colin Cowherd. I'm listening to Jim Rohn. TV might not even be on. So I don't watch a lot of TV. So I'm getting acclimated to her schedule. She has really good taste in television. But I want... <laughs> We we watch a lot of TV one, and shout out to Urban One because I'm I'm on Urban One in DC, and, and Urban One is is a big partner of of ours. We're hoping that we're almost on the one year anniversary of of being signed to Urban One, and we're actually hoping to do more business with Urban One in 2023 and beyond. I mean, they're a fantastic partner. So you know, Miss J, um, Ernie, everybody over at Urban One, just the uh, uh, ETN, just a fantastic group of people. I love those guys. They're family. So it's not it's not even business, just business with them. They're just they're just great people. And I would not be syndicated and be able to really build up Paragon 7 Studios. WOL 95.9 FM, that's our flagship. That's where everything radiates out of there. And WOL being such a, a large brand, you know, to be on a station where 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 Kathy Hughes had her show and to be on the same station as Al Sharpton and be on the same station as, as so many talented people. I grew up in the DMV with my dad driving around the beltway, listening to WOL back in the day. So to be on there is, is, is fantastic. So I bring, I bring the urban one portfolio up because we watch a lot of TV one and my wife loves sitcoms. And she loves kind of the old school sitcoms, uh, rather it's good times, rather it's different strokes, rather it's, um, you know, the Cosby show, of course. She loves the the lineup on, on TV One. And my wife likes to watch Centric. She'll watch Bounce. Anything where there's a black sitcom 
or documentary, she's she's up for it. So I wanted to do a top five dead or alive because I haven't done a top five dead or alive in a while. I've been getting reacclimated to all of these sitcoms. And I was like, man, some of these sitcoms are really, 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 really good. And I haven't seen them in a long time. So I'm going to do a top five dead or alive. These are now you have your black sitcoms that that were the goats. You have your Cosby shows. You have your you have your good timeses. You have these shows. You have the Jeffersons. I'm not talking about those guys. These are the Martins. These are my top five underrated black sitcoms in my lifetime. So I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a '90s guy, '80s '90s 2000s guy, and and I want to go over that. So cue the music. Number five. And I had forgotten about this show. I hadn't seen it in a long time. But number five is the Bernie Mac show. Bernie Mac show was really, really good. People people slept on the Bernie Mac show. Like, Bernie Mac, I had a chance. Uh, me and the wife were watching the Kings of Comedy tour and a retrospective over, over the weekend. And you see Bernie Mac set on the Kings of Comedy. And, and all of those guys are, are phenomenal. Steve Harvey's been really successful. He, you can't turn on the TV without seeing Steve Harvey. Uh, D.L. Hughley has a great radio show that's that's on that's syndicated on Urban One. He's had TV shows, and then Cedric the Entertainer has, has had several TV shows in a, in a great career. But Bernie Mac, man, Bernie Mac hit different. He was different than those three. Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac had potential to to be up in that elite class. Like I, I'm not saying prior level, but he was a rising star that that really was different than those other three you know it's no diss to the to the other three but bernie mac was special and his show was so well written and the way that he dressed and the way that he carried himself as as being a part of his comedy tour where he would talk about raising his nieces and nephews because he had a sister that, that had some substance abuse problems and it was just it was a very well written show very the cinematography just a great show the dialogue was great it featured him. Just everything about that show was fantastic. His interaction with the kids. Number four, my wife and kids. Damon Wayans, man. People, people sleep on Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans and and Tisha Campbell had a fantastic show. Just in in my wife and kids, it's affluent. I love to see affluent African Americans. Uh, Damon Wayans was an entrepreneur and had a son and a daughter. Had two daughters and a son and and it was just it was very family oriented they tackled some real issues they talked a lot about both uh his oldest son and, and his daughter getting into sexual relationships uh his son junior had a baby out of wedlock and, and then they had to take care of that and i like that because one of the things about cosby show when you look back nobody on the cosby show had sex before they got married like, that's not realistic you're not gonna have five kids and none of them you go, if you have five kids one of them is going to be a gutter ball Guaranteed. Number three. Now, a lot of my friends won't agree with this, but I'm a big fan of the the, the Wayans brothers. Wayans brothers one of one of my one of my my faves in the in the WB slash UPN series. And Wayans brothers, you got Sean Sean and Marlon, who are broke AF. They're living in New York City. 
Sean has a has a paper stand and, and he's a, a young entrepreneur. Marlon is is kind of a, a failure to launch type of little brother. But it's just a funny show. And the dialogue with John Witherspoon, you know, Pops had a diner and they just live their day-to-day lives. I like shows that just show day-to-day lives. They don't, you know, it's not like Family Guy where you got a talking dog or, or American Dad where you got an alien or there's there's some gimmick. It's just a regular show. And these are just regular people living in New York, getting into adventures, getting into relationships, loving each other as brothers do, fighting. But but him, Sean Marlin and Pops were always together. You got the then you got the pop, 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 sugar, pop, sugar, pop. You got all of that. Funny show. Number two. Now, this show is a little bit more mainstream. I didn't even know if I was gonna put it in there, but Living Single is every bit as good as Friends. I've been watching Living Single a lot. And the actors on there, fantastic actors, Queen Latifah, you know, T.C. Carson, um, just a just a great cast of talented people. It's funny, T.C. Carson is like 63. Kind of makes me makes me feel old. And Living Single is basically the black friends. You got people in New York City, you got relationships, they date, they fight, <laughs> they 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 do all sorts of stuff. Um, you have Overton and Sinclair, but it's just a very good show. It's a clean show too. It's not not an overly sexual innuendo show. It's just funny, well written, well delivered by the characters and elite actors and actresses in a, in a fantastic show. And then my favorite number one, and this is a wild card. You're not going to expect me to say this. This is the best show. In, in the black community that, that people really sleep on and don't understand. And, and that's the Boondocks. Boondocks, when I first saw the Boondocks, I thought that the Boondocks was like the, the Black South Park. Because it's a cartoon and it's about kids. And you got Huey Freeman and you got you got Riley Freeman. And once again, you got John Witherspoon playing the voice in the granddad. And Regina King voices both kids. But Boondocks tackles so many issues in a raw, profane way, and it's through the lens of children. So when you see Huey, who's a black activist, and then you see Riley, who's the exact other end, who's, who's influenced by rap music and, and wants to be a trap artist. And really, it's a dichotomy, especially because they're both played by Regina King. It's a dichotomy of, of to me, is uh, young black youth. Because you got some that are that are woke, and then you got some that's like, man, you know, I want to, I want to grow up to be to be the next young Jeezy, to be the snowman. And they tackle so many things. They tackle how rappers are often fake, you know, against delicious, and they pretend to be hard on videos, but really, really, they're fake. The chains are hollow. There's an episode where Riley was with Thugnificent. And he was a part of the crew and he got this hollow chain and realized that it was all it was all a fraud. They they tackle online dating. They tackle relationships. They 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 tackle right wing domestic terrorism. They just tackle they even tackle how how BET and some of the chicanery that they're putting out. <laughs> Over the years, has had a deleterious impact on, on black people, man. It's just, it's just a great show. That's that's my top five, Dead or Alive.
Paragon, Paragon. 7-7 Studios. James Lewis. Shout out to all them guys, man. Rashid Wallace, you know, you know, Katino Mobley, you know, um, Sean Red Smith, Terrell Stokes, you know, all of those guys. A lot of them are um, Philadelphia legends when it comes mm-hmm. to the basketball. Right. right. You no, know, but I drop real numbers on them. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that make me? <laughs> Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Are you jamming people up? Are you crossing people up? All of that. Are you? Is all of the above? Yeah, I was. I was. Um, Similar to Iverson. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs.